to welcome everybody to Tommy Joe's special edition of the Audible. In, in this segment, we welcome to the show Jeff Clay. I just want to get right to Jeff. Obviously, Tim Strack is Our here. Our WCAC. Obviously, Kevin Rick is here. Our WCAC correspondent. Our man Jeff on the ground. <laughs> embedded. Embedded in the, uh, in the booth. Toll booth Willie style. Jeff, how's it going? It's going well. Thanks for asking. Appreciate it. Uh, so, uh, I hope I, I was not the first, but I got a hold of you as fast as I could after that game. Just wanted to say, awesome job. Uh, you sounded great. You should be doing it way more often, hopefully forever from now on. Appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Got, uh, got a chance to watch a great game. Didn't fall our way, but um, respect to the, the school on Military Road. They did a great job. Sorry. I, I, I liked it. I liked that he was – I know. You know what? You know what, Jeff? You know what that's all about. But I liked that there was a guy whose team was on the field, first of all. Um, but it wasn't like he but – but you weren't pulling for him in a way that you couldn't enjoy the telecast. <laughs> he, was, he, was he was pulling for him. Neither was Tony Lamar's either. Neither was Tony Lamar's either, the consummate professional. No, I, I got to admit, the early part of the broadcast, I probably was a way over the top bias. But as it went on, I started to begin to get a little more conscious about the fact that uh, guys from other schools were listening. And then St. John's just kind of turned up the juice. Uh, he had to respect what they did. Again, we hated to lose the game, but um, I got some friends on the other side, so I was happy for them. I was happy for that, too, because uh, you guys left the lights on for the pictures, which was very important <laughs> to our family. And as you as an extended family member, you showed great grace in class coming down, shaking hands, taking your medicine. and uh, Yeah, because the week before, you guys definitely wouldn't have taken a picture with me. Is that true? That sounds true. Um, that was definitely was true. I, d I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it, was a, it, it was a long eight-day stretch, Coach Ricka in the house. Um, Jeff, we, we, we love WCAC football, and this is the big week for WCAC football. For everyone who's, who's uh, paying attention, we, we're going to cover WCAC all year long. Um, there's a lot of great athletes in, in a lot of different sports, but, but this, is a champion, this is championship week. Um, two really awesome teams are playing. Can you just, you've seen them up, up close in a way that, you know, no one, probably no one here has. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be very interesting because they're evenly matched. They both have uh, great defensive fronts. Uh, they both have great running backs. Bowles, uh, we talked about this last week. Bowles is season the quarterback as there is in the league, even though some people may not consider him to be as talented as uh, Kasim overall. But Bowles got two championships under his belt. A lot, he's got three years of starts under his belt. And um, I'm sure he wants to go out on a high note, so he's probably getting his troops motivated this week to come in prepared and uh, send them out on a good note. Now, I, I was unable to go to the game last week, but it, it appears that Gonzaga loaded the box and forced Bo to put it in the air, and he actually he, he, he came through. You mean good counsel, right? I'm sorry, good counsel. Yeah, um, I'm going to tell you, good counsel dominated the game for probably three and a half quarters, and I mean... Then uh, right before the end of the first half, though, Bo made a great throw on the corner out to Helms and uh, put it right on the money. Helms went up and made a play. And then Good Counsel came out the second half and scored. But DeMatha didn't have a lot of yards. The only thing they were gaining um, yards on was penalties. But then in the fourth quarter, Bo stepped up with two big touchdown passes. Uh, one, he got flushed out to his right, threw it down the sideline to Helms. He beat his guy. And then another one they had to have, he threw the corner out to put him up eight. And um, at that point, Chase Young made like a Jadavian Clowney type play where he had a sack strip, fumble, and then it was like a pile on the ball. He just reaches in, snatches the ball out, runs up the sideline with a guy on his back and scores a touchdown. So it was like 
you kind of knew they, you can't let the master hang around that long. When you start letting them hang around that long, they have enough kids on that uh, team and that kind of pedigree where that tradition starts to swell up in you and you know you got to get it done. That, that's the type of team you got to put away and they didn't do it and they hung around long enough and then they made plays at the ends and they, and they won the game. But then on the other side, St. John's, Kasim Hill, the quarterback for them, he balled out in yeah, his game. Yeah, the, the St. John's game plan was, was um, you know, it, they, they line up four wide the whole time, so people look at spread and they think somebody's going to throw it all across the field. But they got creative with the run game. They ran some quarterback sweeps. They ran a zone read, quarterback power, pulling the backside guard. So they did a great job mixing up the run game and trying to make Gonzaga counter with some run blitzes because Gonzaga couldn't get it, you know, straight up, man to man. They had to throw some some creative blitzes in there to try to get back there and make plays. And uh, every time, every money down, third and four, even fourth and four, fourth and six, Kasim would run and pile somebody over and get the first down. He made every play he had to have. There was a lot of purple jerseys flying off that guy. He took that offense, he put that team on his back, and he decided that we weren't going to lose that day. I say we. Uh, I mean, we. You're uh, I was very proud uh, as an alum and, uh, and a former guy who used to get yelled at by those shirtless guys in the corner in the fourth quarter. Kasim uh, took a lot of that that day. I listened to all of it. And the fact that uh, he just strapped it up real tight, took hundreds of hits. I mean, you saw it. He got hit left, right. He just 130 yards on the day. He was an absolute beast. And, 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 and that was the leadership that St. John's has been looking for. I think losing that first game really kicked them into gear and then that taught happens. them a little bit about what it means at this time of year. And, and Kasim spearheaded that charge. Uh, every St. John's alum I spoke to on the sidelines, the first thing that came out of their mouth was that guy. Did you see? I said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I might have welled up a few times, but uh, uh, super proud of that QB. Kasim Hill is awesome, and uh, you don't have to love St. John's to, to love Kasim Hill because for anyone who's a Maryland Terrapin fan and you're, oh boy. you're watching these guys play on a weekly basis without a quarterback and, you're, and you think, well, what, 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 what could happen? Well, you get concerned because Maryland's gotten – pretty pummeled the last couple of weeks. Whoa, so whoa, whoa. You hey, like hey, to hey, hope hey. that he holds it's on to that WCAC segment, not a okay. <laughs> bash Maryland segment. Oh, Jeff, I will I've tell you. I've lived those two weeks, buddy. He, he's, he's hanging on to that commitment because <laughs> oh, yes. he told me he's not going anywhere because his best friend in the world is his nine-year-old sister who's autistic. That's why he's staying at home. This is the type of kid Maryland's getting. This is the type of quarterback yeah, he's, he's and gonna, leader gonna that's going to be a Terp. And uh, Terp a Nation starter. should be super proud about this kid. He's a true yeah. winner leader. I mean, he's a bad dude. Well, that's... That's the reason why we think this is the best high school sports conference in the entire country because that's the class yes, of, of and character of player who comes out of all the schools well, uh, and, and all the sports. And, and these, these, the guys you're going to watch, Jeff, how many guys in this game on Saturday are going to be playing D1 next in the next two years? Uh, like all of them or, you know, half of them? More than probably, I would, between, the, start, between the starters on both. Well, you can't, I mean, it's hard to tell because you really only know the starters. There's some underclassmen that are going to rise up. A dozen or more. Right, at least a dozen or more. We predicted the three NFLers and the St. John's to math the game earlier this season. Well, yeah, when you watch Calvin Ashley go up against Chase Young, that might be a preview Chase of Young, Sundays Chase to Young, follow here in the, the first, next couple decades coming out of this. Yeah. That's, <laughs> the, that's the quality of players that are playing. It's unbelievable. Well, watch when, watch when, that matchup. Watch you, that left tackle versus that right here, defensive end. Watch that matchup on it's Saturday. It's great to be sitting here now because you, you watch the scene on Saturday. He made every money play they had to have. And you got Coach McGregor, Marco Clark, Al Clark, and he who made those money plays when we were younger. We had watched him make them. I, I had unfortunate circumstances of watching B Mac 
Brian McCarthy make those plays against Gonzaga when I was there. Uh, my boy James Madden made some money plays as well, who's in attendance. You notice Jeff has not mentioned you or me, Kevin. Well, you guys, his quarterback, by well, the way. We're not really a hot rushers off the edge these days, Tim. This is the last time you're on the show, dude. No, seriously. I'll pull. <laughs> Coach McGregor already hey, said I'll, I can hey, pull at right guard. I'll start a new show with I, you I, tomorrow, There's an all-star Jeff. team inside this tent right here, gentlemen. I'm, I'm I lost my position once I'm, Al Clark and starting, T rolled in. You're starting center. I, I, I know I was going to be on defense, and then Coach You were a hell of a center in Maryland. Coach McGregor I mean, said I could pull. That right he now. said I had good feet, not, not I, be, I could trap block. Not I'm to in. be left out, Charles Woolridge. I'm, I'm just giving these guys some love because we don't see them in the basement when we do the conversation. That's right. So when you watch Kasim, like we talked about earlier, in the um, season when we were doing broadcast, it's really about when you get to an institution, you understand the history of the guys in front of you and your responsibility to maintain that excellence. And I'm sure Kasim had heard your name and JD's name and other guys' names, and he wanted to follow in their footsteps. And, and that's what makes the league so great because everybody who comes in the door, they know the history, they know their responsibility to main, maintain that tradition from McNamara to the math of the St. John's to Gonzaga. So, and, and good counsel, Carol, as well. We're not going to mention the VA schools. No they way. left. No. So Sorry. forget them. We're going to go with the guys. That away. has hey, been our rule I, all season. I, I say That's it's like being brothers. I say it's like being brothers. We're going to beat the hell out of each other. We're going to talk a mean game. But when another conference comes in, you – <laughs> you don't mess with our right. brothers. And, and, <laughs> that's, and, that's what we do. For most of the not people, you. Also, for most of the people who don't, I, I always say, you hate each other till you till you meet them. You hate them till you meet them. You hate them till you. Oh, know Al them. Clark hated me until I oh, met yeah. him uh, in person a few months ago. You guys your, were your hair you guys, was perfect. You weren't real people in high school. You you played for St. John's and Dematha. Look at that haircut. Well, I know you could say there's not a hair that. out of place for 41 years. Stracking and stracking. So hate capital hedge. So Jeff, funds. can you please tell us? <laughs> How this game is going to go on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you calling it, by the way? I don't think so. We're breaking that news? Okay. I'm no. Sorry. I but um, <laughs> I think... Um, and how different is it going to be from the regular season game that I, came down to a goal line stand? I just, I just think St. John's, when you watched them uh, this past week, they didn't really complete a pass probably over 10 yards. Most of them were at the line of scrimmage. A couple of hitches where guys made plays after the, after the catch. So, uh, the Mathis front is much more athletic than uh, Gonzaga's, which goes without saying. And they can stand. And, and, and classic DeMatha, really, with that four-man front, could get pressure and make it tough on you to throw the ball. But I think St. John's has to find a way to make some completions down the field to loosen that up and um, maybe throw some screen draw on there to slow chase and um, the pass rush down. Of course, they're going to be able to run it, but Cassine's going to have a tougher time because he's going to have some bigger bodies hitting him. Uh, this week, so I th I think uh, I hate to say it. But you gotta pick one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll, 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 we'll close out. We'll close out with a quick with, with a prediction. I don't make him. That's why I asked you if you were calling it because I, I would I know you would yeah, want to predict it if you were. Conversely, I think um, the math the same thing. The, the math is gonna have to find a way to run the ball because they weren't able to do that as well last week. And I think they're that's going to... And they're ugly. They're just... I think that's going to overcome that. Enable Bo to make some plays with the play action and slow down St. John's def defensive front. My, my personal opinion is not to say these guys aren't good, but I think looking at both defenses, the weaknesses are in the secondary. Not to say in the, sec the secondaries are weak. I'm not saying that. Let's get that straight because they're a bunch of good players. But the, the fronts of both teams are ridiculous. And I, I agree. And I, they I really agree. are. I agree. So you have, I think, I think whoever insane. makes that it, big... Whoever makes that big play up top, uh, you know, may, may end up coming out on top. All right. All right. So with that, T, 
why don't you lead us off in uh, predictions, and we'll, we'll close it out on that. And you don't have to be concise. You can, you can just wander aimlessly, traverse the backyard, if you will. I think it's going to be DeMatha 24, St. John's 21. Okay, all right. Jeff, what, uh, let's, go ahead. 25 years ago, I played in this game with yes, this yes. man right here. That's right. Well, he didn't play defense, but he should have. He looked awesome on the sidelines. Look, <laughs> look at that haircut. Anyways, we lost in a seven nothing battle, and I think it's going to be similar. It's going to be along those really? lines. I think it's going to be a war. These defensive fronts, like Jeff said, are going to beat each other down. Uh, both teams are going to try and bring physical, and, uh, and they can. You know, and they can. And uh, it's it's. Hey man, I think if they played this game ten times, both teams' records would be five and five. I'm saying St. John's fourteen, Dematha ten. What else was he going to say? What else were we right. like? Th- those were the predictable ones. All right, right, go ahead, Jeff. What do you got, Jeff? Um, You've seen them up close. Yeah, I've seen them both a couple times. And um, I just feel like... Uh, this is killing Jeff. It is, because either way, it sucks for me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I personally think... You can't lose. No, nah, I think the uh, math is going to pull it out uh, 17, 14. Thank God I don't throw you passes anymore. Go ahead, Ken. All right, so I, I like to consider myself somewhat objective, unbiased in this in this scenario, kind of like Jeff, except in your goldenrod McNamara Under Armour joint. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't want to. You don't you make sure no one runs you over. Right. So I was at the St. John's Demathy game earlier this season at FedEx, and I got you. You know, very uh, uh, thankful to be on the sidelines watching these guys crunch. I couldn't believe how big they were. The physicality. Your was highlight tremendous. of that day was playing with the little kids at halftime. But that's true. Because in high school that. football, you get to go on the field and play football at halftime. That's the rule. So that's what I did. That's the really, rule for really was thirteen and under. Yeah, yeah. thirteen Once and you under. get to ninth grade, you can't. Do the that best was when, I, it's not Adult Swim, bro. <laughs> I was like, I was sitting next to Kevin. I was like, wait, can I? Like, can anyone just go out there right now? And he's like, go ahead. Go, Dude, go get out there. In that shirt, you can direct parking at the championship. On and Saturday. it was a great game. Matt, you, we got some great pictures of that game and catch. It was amazing. Good halftime experience in you, the WCAC. You threw the ball well, Ken. You threw the Thank ball you. well. Listen, I, I, was that so hard to say? Um, so it was a close game. To me, the difference in the first matchup was uh, the call. Um, and that was it. I mean, it was it was locked up. And that was that was, to me, that, that turned the game. Um, Jeff said that the play that could possibly win this game is an over-the-top, uh, you know... Uh, explosive play. Explosive play. I got St. John's making that play. I, I, just based on what I saw. You know, I, that's just me. I got St. John's making that play. I got Kasim Hill making that play. Um, and, and therefore, I'm going to say 17-10 uh, St. John's on, on the strength of that play. Um, that makes it a tie on the audible. Uh, I hope everyone who has an opportunity to, to, to follow this game uh, does so. We'll be covering it next week. We're coming back with Marco Clark, Bill McGregor, Coach John Ricca, and boy. a little, w, little continuation of the WCC discussion. For Tim Strachan, the Kevin Ricca, <laughs> Jeff Clay, I'm Ken Marigold, and this was... Thanks, everyone. Thank you, thank you. The Audible.